0: Welcome to the Asset Management Mastery Podcast. Your hosts, Gary Lipsky and Kyle Mitchell, have more than 50 years of combined experience in operations and management and more than 25 years of real estate investing experience. This show focuses on educating syndicators and apartment owners on how to build systems and manage their properties more efficiently to become a best-in-class operator. 100% straight talk. Let's jump in.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Asset Management Mastery podcast. I'm your co-host, Kyle Mitchell, also joined by Gary Lipsky. This podcast is focused on educating operators, building better systems, and becoming a best-in-class operator. Also, be sure to check out our Facebook group, Asset Management Mastery. Join us at the
2: Virtual Asset Management Summit on June 21st through June 27th. It's a seven-day content-packed event for multifamily operators and asset managers with over 1,500 attendees and over 20 amazing speakers. You will hear from top experts about topics such as construction management, KPIs, refinancing, investor relations, the capital stack, disposition, and so much more. Go to www.amsummit2021.com to grab your free ticket to become the best-in-class operator. Discover the best asset management strategies all in one place. We hope to see you there at the Virtual Asset Management Summit.
1: All right. Today on the show, we have Mark Willis. Mark, how are you doing? Hey, Kyle. Doing great. We appreciate you hopping on. If you could start by telling the listeners a little bit more about yourself and what you currently do.
3: I'm a certified financial planner. So I've got, you know, kind of mainstream background education, but I was dropped into the front lines of a war, you might say in 2009 when I started working in finance and I saw the house of cards come tumbling down. Unfortunately, for a lot of the CPA's clients that I worked for at the time. So it was at that moment that I had to make a decision. I could either, you know, leave the industry and go work at McDonald's or something or figure out a strategy that wouldn't rely on Wall Street as a primary means for us uh, meeting our financial objectives for my clients. And thank goodness, I've been able to stick with it. I've had a lot of fun the last 11 years, uh, run the practice here, Lake Growth Financial Services. And we meet with clients over Zoom and phone across the country.
2: Mark, it's great having you on because managing money is so critical, not only for asset managers, but for everyone. So how can an entrepreneur fire their banker and become their own source of
3: financing? That's a great question, Gary. You know, it it presumes a certain assumption that we want to fire our banker. (laughs) And most people love the money that they get when they need to borrow cash. But the trouble is banks are just as easily able to deny that loan as approve it. And, you know, as you guys know, when are banks least likely to lend us cash? When we need it the most. You know, Mark Twain's quote, banker is a fellow who will lend you his umbrella when the sun shines, but wants it back as soon as it starts to rain. So, you know, a lot of our clients come to us sick and tired of the runaround that they are given with the banks. They've lost deals when banks don't come through on time. They're sick and tired of proving that they're worth the loan. So one step at a time, our clients are firing their banker. Uh, and there's lots of ways to do that, you know, one particular strategy we found very helpful is using a, a little known variation of old fashioned whole life insurance of all things to borrow against the policy like a bank so now it's your own line of credit to yourself where you're not having to rely on a bank or a f- underwriting institution whatever that basically the the money comes to your bank account in about 5 days you can come to closing with cash for your real estate deals and you've got yourself, your own personal line of credit to yourself. It's a pretty phenomenal strategy. Not so average, certainly to think about life insurance as a place to park wealth, but it's been working for 200 plus years.
2: This could work great for the small investor, but what about a, a big investor? How, how much can they, they leverage against that?
3: Yeah, you know, you can use your policy cash values and you can have as many as you'd like. Banks are some of the biggest purchasers of this strategy. In fact, a good chunk of their tier one capital is tied up in life insurance cash accounts for their executives. Last I checked, bank-owned life insurance and corporate-owned life insurance totaled almost 40% of the tier one. That's their safe money, their tier one capital. So it could be tens of millions of dollars or hundreds of millions of dollars, depending on the size of the uh, accounts that you have and how many executives are on your asset management team. Uh, We've had nonprofits do this with tens of millions of their dollars as well. Uh, so it's not a cure-all. And a lot of folks will then take their cash value. I had a, had a client recently who took their cash value from their life insurance, marched into a bank, handed them you know the $400,000 of cash value in their policy and said, I want a loan. And here's some money for my collateral. Uh, and they got the loan, walked out of the bank with you know, a sizable bank loan, traditional bank loan. But They're in control because they had the capital. And that's really what it comes down to. In this market, we've got to have liquidity. We've got to have capital contingency cash on our balance sheet. And that's what life insurance lets you have. It's just a tool in the tool belt. It's not a good fit for everybody, but it can provide you the edge you need when you're in a competitive situation to get that deal.
2: All right. So you, you take the money, you invest in a deal. What's more important, rate of return or rate of income?
3: The default CFP in me, my spidey senses are tingling, is to say rate of return. You know, return on investment is the words ROI. That's where we hear the word ROI, return on investment. Give me a rate of return. Well, guys, I cannot spend a rate of return at the grocery store. You know, it doesn't matter what my rate of return is. I'll give you a quick example. Let's say you invest 10 grand with me and I double your money this year. So I get your 10 grand up to 20 grand. That's a a rate of return of 100%. And then next year, whoops, I lost half your life savings. 20 grand is where we started. 10 grand is where we end up after two years. So we went from 10 grand to 20, back down to 10. That's a positive 100% and a negative 50%. Guys, I can advertise to the next guy behind you in line that I just gave Gary and Kyle a 25% average rate of return. 100 minus 50 divided by two. That's an average return. And Wall Street is allowed to advertise average rates of return. To me, that's a shame. To me, that's a farce. So I would rather a rate of income. You know, rate of income is what I mean when I say ROI, because I can spend a rate of income at the grocery store. And guys, honestly, the yield, the real estate that we've been able to see lately has been squeezed. But I'd still say the flow of money, that mailbox cash is really where the action is in real estate. And there's very few places in the financial universe that give you that sort of predictable income. So I'd much rather a stream of income that I cannot outlive over and against this year's rate of return.
2: Yeah, I think that's really, really important. I, I never hear people talking about rate of income. And, and your point was spot on. How can regular people create wealth in sane, predictable ways?
3: You don't have to invest in GameStop or you know, cryptocurrency or whatever. You can do this sanely. And that was the key word for me when I started in this business. I saw a lot of insanity in two thousand and eight and nine. I'm seeing a lot of insanity right now, and I just didn't want to build my business, and I didn't want a lot of clients calling me at three am wondering what's going on in, you know, Indonesia, China, whatever, or on Wall Street, whatever. I wanted something that would where I could simply write a contract with my future. This is my own personal financial needs. I wanted to say, all right, no matter what happens in the world no matter who sneezes on who or where we go with with coronavirus or where we go with inflation, I want to be able to know with some sort of predictable and even guaranteed certainty that I'm going to have X dollars when I'm 62 and X dollars plus Y when I'm 72 and so forth. I wanted some sort of contract. And really, that's what real estate is, right? And heck, that's what life insurance is. They're both contracts. All I have with real estate, as, as nice as it is to see that big apartment building, all I have is a contract. Otherwise, all we have is squatter's rights, right? Shotgun rights. So having the contract is really the basis of civilization and it's the basis of real wealth. The contract really is the basis of our, any financial plan. You know, I I think all the way down to like simple stuff like the DNA in our bodies, the DNA in your body, my body is a contract with our future. It's a contract with our future. Wouldn't it make sense to fight against the laws of universe, you know, gravity, entropy, whatever, with something as powerful as DNA, a contract. And there's a lot of entropy, there's a lot of gravity in the financial universe, guys. Things want to tear you down and rip you apart in the financial universe. So we need a contract with our financial future. And that's where real estate and insurance contracts really play nice together. In fact, I call it the nitro and glycerin of your financial life. You can put those two things together and boom, good things happen where you can make some real surprises happen in your financial life. So uh, that's a little bit about the sanity and I guess the protections that come with the contract.
2: You mentioned real estate. I understand from your website, you advise your clients on real estate strategies. Maybe take a a moment to, to talk about that.
3: Yeah, thanks. We do a complimentary financial consultation with folks over Zoom or over the phone. We believe that you need a full comprehensive look to know where we're going. Most people wake up in their life financially speaking, like when you walk into a movie 45 minutes late, you know, you don't know who's, you know, what the plot is, who the characters are, who the villain is. And most people walk into our financial life kind of the same, you know, just sort of in a fog. Oh, someone said I should get a 401k. Oh, hey, I I probably should pay off that credit card, but we don't know why. We don't know why. So, sitting down with somebody to review their finances from their annuity contract to their 401k to their real estate holdings, And we have software calculators and hopefully a hand that can guide you through deciding, hey, is this this the kind of real estate I want to be in? Do I want to do storage units? Do I want to do apartment buildings? Do I want to do syndication only or wholesaling or anything else? I mean, it's a broad world out there as you guys know very well in your expertise. So helping clients just ask, what do I truly want my money doing for me? That's the key. What do I want my money doing for me? everything else is secondary.
2: It's so important for people to spend as much time thinking through their financials, but they don't. I mean, this, this separates the haves and the have-nots quite, quite often. So uh, thank right. you for, for that. Kyle, why don't you take us home? Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have, and we're committed to saving you 30% in the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships, so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to Quotenow.biz, and we'll start the conversation.
1: All right, Mark, what is your asset management superpower? Well, on a personal
3: level, I really think controlling the environment where your money lives is the key. And and it's been my key to asset management superpowers. I think it's what brings the best yielded results. If you don't control the environment where your money lives, somebody else will, and they will win. The banks, Wall Street, right? If they control the environment, 401k, IRA, whatever, then they will win. If your money is with a bank in a savings account or a, a line of credit at the bank, the bank will win. They control all the puppet strings. If your money is in contracts that you can control, you will win. So that's my superpower, controlling the contracts where my money lives. Yep, I recommend folks do the same.
1: And our last question or comment, can you tell the listeners where they can find out more about you? Yeah. Uh,
3: well, I can't wait to be on the upcoming event with you guys. I can't wait to be a part of that event. You guys are doing an incredible job. One, I got to say, everybody, definitely leave Kyle and Gary a five-star review. Their show's awesome. And they're doing a great job putting a lot of work together for the summit. But folks can reach us at bit.ly slash markbanking. That's B-I-T dot L-Y
1: slash M-A-R-K banking. Awesome. And Mark stole my line to give us a subscribe and a review. So I'll skip that part and we'll talk to everyone next week. Thanks for coming on, Mark. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and written review to help us grow and reach more listeners. You can also go to the Asset Management Mastery Group on Facebook so you can reach Kyle and Gary and ask your questions that you want them to answer on the show. Subscribe too, so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, to stay updated, go to assetmanagementmastery.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with Gary and Kyle, sign up on the contact page so you can talk to them directly. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode.